Go thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Hello, people. Today is free for all Friday. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And you know what else it is? The last Friday in 2018. Yeah, it is. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to rant. I got this letter today. I'm going to rant. And then we're going to go. Aw, it's okay. We can build a bridge and get over it. This is Mandisa's song. I'm still here. I'm going to share this out if I can. Wow, that's a long delay. Trying to share this. <laughs> I gotta wait for the Facebook to respond. I guess Facebook doesn't want me to share this today. says hi. That's good. And the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Yeah, it is. You know what's so funny is it just took all of that time right there. It took that, it took almost four minutes for Facebook to respond just now. Can you believe that? Ah, 
Okay, anyway, that was Mandisa. And now, just so you know, now that Facebook responded, I can share this. <laughs> so just give me a minute. I gotta get it. I'm gonna put time to rant. Okay. It's F F A F. Yeah, it is. Free for all Friday. You were wondering what that meant, weren't you? All right. Hey, everybody. So here's the deal. It's Friday. And I have to tell you, I am so thankful to the Lord for all his good mercies, the, the, the love, the mercy, the grace that he gives us. <sighs> because there are days. <laughs> there are days you're like going, what? You know, okay, look. All right, so I'm going to rant. I got this letter today from our government, from the Department of Veterans Affairs. Now, I know that you guys, most of you, not all of you, but some of you, most of you, first of all, I should start in the beginning. Hello, everybody. I'm your sweet and lovable host. I'm glad you're here. This is our Free For All Friday show. I co-host with Bareface, my husband, and I have to tell you that on Friday, basically what we do is we talk about whatever we feel like it with no structure whatsoever. So, as is the case, I often talk about my personal life because I can, because for some reason it interests you. Some of you. I don't know why, but it does. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, you guys know I take care of my 90-year-old dad who has Parkinson's and dementia, uh, he, who is a Korea War vet, Trin. He, he served in Korea for one year. Um, and really, I mean, his dementia brings him back there all the time. So I've heard more about Korea, the, the year he spent in Korea, than I probably have any other part of his life, to be honest. Um, but, you know, taking care of an elderly parent, sometimes the actual paperwork you got to deal with is, it's just worse. It's the worst part. And for the last four years, I have been dealing with the government the, I mean, you know, some of you guys know that the Social Security Department has deemed my father a woman uh, because he is, um, <clears throat> well, because some knucklehead at Social Security way back in the 80s decided to click F for female instead of M for male, right? And I'm like, okay, so just go ahead and uh, click the M and we can get this figured out, right? Well... No, 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 no. It can't be that easy. <laughs> we need to have a birth certificate or a written letter from a doctor or whatever in order to confirm he's really a man, right? I mean, he's there in front of in front of the people there. But because of all the stupid red tape and bureaucracy, my dad is still deemed a woman by the Social Security Administration. And this is a true story. I mean, it really actually is true. Which is why I, I decided, you know what? I am not going to go there. I'm not going to get put on as his fiduciary on Social Security because then they're going to put me through the ringer. They're going to expect me to do the same thing that the VA is expecting me to do. Now, look, I am grateful to America for helping my dad out because he needs the money, right? Because assisted living is like four grand a month 
And that's on the low end, people, in case you didn't know that. I live in Tennessee. I have friends in California who've told me that they pay up to six, $7,000 a month to keep their loved one in uh, assisted living. All right. Here in Tennessee, in a moderate, I mean, it's, you know, not like super ritzy here, but it's like four grand to keep my dad in assisted living with the minimum stuff, like minimum bathing. You know, they'll charge, just as an example, the place he is, they charge 350 bucks a month to give him his medicine. Okay. All right. 650 bucks a month on top of that to give him a bath three times a week, which frankly, they don't do all that well. Uh, because my dad, you know, often smells still. They don't do the laundry the way that they should, even though it's included in the ridiculous amount of rent, which is almost $3,000 just for a little studio apartment, okay? Just saying. All right. So when it comes to the fiduciary and take care of my dad, I just have to say it is completely insane, right? So my dad earns benefits because he served our country in Korea. Okay, he's 90 years old. You work in a nursing home. I saw that. So you probably get it. And nursing homes in these places are completely understaffed. Okay, I mean, they are. The turnover is really high because, you know, for whatever reason, they don't get paid well. Whatever. So I have to. Okay, so in order to get my dad's money that the government gives to veterans, you have to fill out all this paperwork, which we did, right? We filled it all out, waited for a whole year to get the stinking benefits to start. Not a problem. So then he got bonus money, I guess if you call it that, because he was owed back pay for longer than they thought. And anyway, long story short, as a result of this, in order for me to be a fiduciary, I had to sign papers and say, I would document where the heck all this money goes, right? Um, which is about $1,800 a month for my dad, <clears throat> which pays for almost half of his assisted living, okay? So when I opened up the fiduciary account that is a documented account, it's actually says fiduciary on the stinking account. They require it to be automatically deposited in that account, which, duh, hello, I do, okay? I mean, because it has to be, right? But here's the thing. In order for me to use the money for the fiduciary, the bank told me and the government has told me, you know what? You have to write a check for everything. You can't just transfer money from one banking account into another. In fact, you, you person trying to help your parent, you can't even, I'm telling you, you can't even like have any online access to the money in the account. None. Now, who the heck does that? I mean, seriously, I, 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 I can't even log on to my bank and go, huh, I wonder how much money is in the fiduciary account so I can transfer it over to the other stupid account that I have to have in order to pay the bills so I can pay the assisted living bill to keep them in assisted living. So anyway, long story short, at the end of every year, they give you this packet of paper and they say, go ahead, account, account for everything, every freaking penny that you sent, you spent for the fiduciary. So what I do, I have to go down to the bank. They had to print up all 
the documents for the whole year, you know, and you can't send the statements with the missing pieces of paper that's just junk, right? It's stupid. You have to actually spend like five pages and you and three of them are blank. You still have to send them. Otherwise, they'll dock you for that. It's so stupid. It's like a waste of paper. But so I do all that, right? I, I, I have three accounts for my dad because it is a pain in the butt. Anyway, and so, so long story short, after sending 24 thick monthly documents to the VA, they send me this letter today, uh, and this is, the, this is the kicker. It says here, unfortunately, the accounting was disapproved. Please review the information below regarding the errors or deficiencies and the action required to correct these. The use of a debit card is not authorized. Okay. You must explain using receipts, invoices, or bills why the miscellaneous debits listed below found on the fiduciary bank statements were withdrawn. So the, the, the debits, which I actually had to write a check in front of the guy and go, will you please cash this check and put it from the fiduciary account into the QIT account so that we can pay assisted living costs because, you know, duh. So I have one, two, three, four, five checks that I wrote in large amounts of money, you know, from four, from $3,000 to $6,000 because it covers it. And it's documented on the stinking papers and it shows where all the money is. I sent them the document showing where all the money is. It all goes to assisted living for the most part. And, and my dad's, you know, necessities I get at Costco. Okay. So long story short, this is the kicker though. This is the part that really gets me. It says here, please take all necessary action to correct the accounting, provide the VA with a revised document and or documentation with, within 14 days of the date of this letter. I just got this letter, and this letter is documented 1219. Today is the 28th. <laughs> so it's not it's not from the date of receipt, which it took a, 10 days for this letter to get to me, but it's from the, the date on here. And I'm like, okay, so according to this, I need to document this by January 2nd which means if it took seven days or almost 10 days for this letter to get to me from Kentucky, Kentucky to Tennessee, it takes two weeks, seriously, then I'm already late because it's not going to get there. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just irritated because it's like, what am I going to tell them? Oh, dear fiduciary, you people are idiots because I showed you where every cent of this money goes and you're idiots and, and because you say I can't use a debit card, you're out of your anyway. <clears throat> did you um? Did you have you sent bank statements, right? I sent all of the bank statements. Twenty four months of bank statements. So. So. <laughs> I've documented everything. Yeah, so that's what they're talking about: transfers out of that account. Right into the QIT account. Where you can write checks from. Right. Uh, because you can't. Can you write checks from the... I don't know. I don't remember. It's so complicated. No, the way that they really want everything is you have to write a check for everything that comes out of that account. And I'm like, 
I'm sitting there in front of Harry, who's mm. my guy, you know, at the bank. And I'm like, Harry, so can I can I go ahead and do this? He was like, no, it's no problem. We'll just transfer it from here to here. That's it. You don't need anything. It's documented where the heck the money went from, from this account over here to pay assisted living. Yeah, so they, it's, it's, so they have the, the one bank statement that shows the money going out, right? For the for the yeah, fiduciary. But did they have the statement for the... The QIT account where they, the money went I gave in. Them, I gave them all the fiduciary accounts and all the QIT. All right. So, I mean, the audit, it has the account numbers on the on the statement. Yes, it does. Out from this account to this account. It'll say, because I've seen the statements from the, that bank. Oh. And it, and it shows, you know, what account it came in from. Or, and then on the on the receiving account. And on the sending account, it shows what account it was sent to. So Yeah, but you know that irritating, the, the even more stupid part about this is, listen to this. If you have any questions or require further assistance, please call our office at, and it gives the number. And then it says, if you or someone you know is the victim of financial exploitation or fraud, visit justice.gov forward slash elder justice forward slash roadmap for assistance in reporting the incident to the appropriate federal authorities. If you or someone you know is the victim of abuse and or neglect, visit, and then it gives the same thing. And I'm like, oh, really? So you're telling me, <laughs> I'm thinking they should have on here, if you are the victim of the idiots at the fiduciary. <laughs> I mean, don't you guys think this is insane? So... I mean, what can you provide that wasn't already provided? I guess what, what you should do is take copies of the statements again and then take find some string. I don't have... Like some... And then, you know, tape tape it to the corresponding transaction that's going out from this account into this account and with a, like a piece of string attaching the line items. Yeah, get different pieces... <laughs> string and then you know somehow fold it up in an envelope so you know glue it tape the ends so they it you is know. it is actually ridiculous i wrote them a letter and in the letter i actually have the letter i saved it on my desktop because i already knew that i was i i pretty much knew that they were they were gonna go well this doesn't suffice and i'm like okay i actually wrote them a letter i'm gonna read you the letter i wrote them it's opening up right now. I'm going to read it to you. And I attached it to the article about the Social Security, and I told them that I thought they were way better. So this is what I wrote. I wrote, <clears throat> I'm writing to explain to the best of my ability this fiduciary accounting. I realize that I, have o that I only have to give an account of the monies that my father is receiving from the VA, and I just want to explain how this money is being spent. In a nutshell, it all goes to my father's assisted living expenses. As you can see, that is the overwhelming majority of his expenses. I didn't specify anything from Social Security because I'm not his fiduciary there and all monies are issued to him. Unfortunately, see, because on the, on the accounting, they actually tell you if you're the Social Security, you're supposed to actually account for the Social Security money, but I called them ahead of time. And I watched their stupid video, and it said, if you are not the specified person, don't put it down. It has to be zero. I'm like, okay. So then I said, unfortunately, due to a clerical error back in the 1980s, my father's gender was changed from male to female, and so Social Security has deemed him a female. 
Long story short, in order for me to be his fiduciary through, through, through Social Security, I have to prove that he's a male. And when I applied for his New York birth certificate, they can't find it. I've attached a news article I had written about it for your entertainment. I am seriously not making this up. Anyway, so every month I have to transfer his Social Security money to his QIT account and also the federal fiduciary money into the QIT account so that I can pay his expenses. Hopefully this makes sense, or at least made you laugh. That should explain the mass difference in the monies my dad receives, though. Uh, and then I said, my father b barely brings in enough to sustain his living, so I'm very grateful for all the VA has done. Without the money he earned through his service in Korea, we wouldn't have... We wouldn't be able to give him the care he needs, so I want to thank you all for that. My dad is honored to be a Korean War veteran, and, I'm, and I am his proud daughter who has the blessing of taking care of him during his sunset years. Please let me know if I can answer any other questions. So I even and I, I explained, as you can hear from my beautiful letter, um, uh, you know, <laughs> and yet they are telling me that I have to talk, I have to somehow, I don't know, you guys have any ideas? What should I do here? That is the question. Should I send them the same thing over again and just reiterate it or what? What do you think, people? I mean, this is stupid because I can't even get into the fiduciary account. I have to go to the bank and go in to the bank and sit down and they don't even let me look at the screen. I have to just like go, how much money is in there again? Do you and even then, have checks for that account? I'm not sure. I think I might. I think I do. But that's what, what yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's not enough money going into there to cover the expenses. <laughs> you know, there's the other sources that need to come into play. So they probably wouldn't let you commingle funds, bring funds from the other sources into there and write a check from there. So your only other choice is to take money out of there and put it with the others to meet the expenses. Right. That's all I do. I know. But Okay, so we got some comments. Of I mean, course this this is the same this is the same Veteran Affairs Department that was paying benefits from the start going right. going into account and then as soon as they had some back pay, right. they wouldn't calculate back pay from the time your father was eligible. Then it had to go in the fiduciary That would go account. into a separate account. Right. Same, now, same benefit, same agency, but because it's back pay, what it I needs to go into a different was account. just pay everything in the fiduciary until it went to zero. Yeah, but maybe. I, yeah. So, okay, we got some comments here. Um, let's see here. Um, okay, let's see. Wow, what a pain. But online transactions can be traced. Melanie says, yes, everything is documented. Why the MS? I don't know if you're still in here, not cupcakes, but that's my master's of science degree in clinical psychology. I'm a retired therapist. Um, and God loves you, Aaron, says that's silly because Kentucky is not that far from Tennessee. No, it's not. <laughs> Maybe they still use Pony Express, says Melody. Uh, sounds like a wonderful job creation program within the VA just to manage this stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're abused. I wouldn't say I'm abused, but I'm irritated. Can you get advice from Legal Shield? I don't think that Legal Shield would actually help with this particular situation. And Dr. Troy says, uh, somehow you need to take it to a higher authority within the system. Probably. 
Probably what's going to happen is I'm going to call Monday. Hi, VA people. Hey, I'm calling about the letter that you guys sent me. <laughs> I actually I actually did, Oddbar. I actually talked to an actual person before I sent in my paperwork. Um, anyway, I'll, have to, I'll let you know. Hi, Alice over there on Facebook. And I know Elbert came in, Linda. I don't know if you're still there, but glad you're you're there. Anyway, so I'm just irritated. <laughs> There's something else I was irritated about, too. I'm trying to remember what it was. Couldn't have been that important. But, I, I mean, what do you do, right? I mean, seriously. And I remember my aunt telling me, Stacy, make sure they're going to be a pain in the butt. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why everything's documented. Every cent I've spent of my dad's money is documented because <laughs> it goes right to the transfer there there you go assisted living almost four grand a month you know actually it was over four grand before i moved him it's insane yeah it is all right also i want to i want to share with you something too something uh, those of you who are on um, social media, which apparently is everybody, because we're only on social media, uh, my friend Rashonda uh, Pratt earlier today did a did a show, and you guys should, if you're on, a friend of mine on Facebook, you should go watch it. She actually was talking about how um, some scammers are out there again on Facebook setting up fake. Uh, seminars and business conferences and stuff and they're bilking people out of money just like Robert Stern did a couple years ago uh, except this time it's apparently a woman doing it and uh, we don't know the real name so I'm not going to tell you the name but I will tell you that um, that this is part of the reason you know she actually titled her show or her uh, Periscope or, or Facebook Live uh, something to the effect of this, this tis the season to be scammed. Well, that's why I have legal shield and that's why I have ID shield, identity theft protection. Um, because you know what? I know not all of you guys are in business and you know, you're, you're not into the entrepreneurial thing and everything. But the point is, is that there's people out there who are scamming people. And so here is, here's, you know, basically all I'm going to say about this is that, you know, this year I'm closing out. Uh, the year, uh, actually, with a lot of gratitude, really, um, because this year I launched my direct sales company with Legal Shield and my side business, and have done really well, um, because I actually believe in the product, I really do, and I believe everybody should have it. Um, and next year, when you go into 2019, those of you who are who are covered with ID Shield, it's just going to get better. And those of you who have Legal Shield and ID Shield, it's it's just going to get better. Okay, I mean it, it's just going to get better for you. So so the thing is, um, just know that. And I want to say thank you to everybody who supported me and Randall, also known as Bareface to most of you, um, this whole year, because this has really for me been a a, a year of change actually, and also a year of um, a lot of growth, I think, personally, as an entrepreneur and, frankly, as a person. And and you guys are a big part of that. I know you probably go, oh, no, yeah. No, some of you are like, yeah, <laughs> it's all because of me. 
No, it's not. But in part, it is. Because, <laughs> you know, because you're here. Um, but here's the thing I'm asking you. If you guys are my customers, you know, in Legal Shield or ID Shield, I want you guys to send me some referrals, okay? Because we want to get more people protected. And um, and I think that we need to because th this the evildoers are not going to stop, right? So the least we can do is protect as more people as possible, uh, as many people as possible. Right, Bareface? I think that's the case. Now, with that said, right. I also have to tell you that I have a new Amazon influencer store over on Amazon. And if you guys shop on Amazon, I want you to go over there and I want you to check it out because um, because this is stuff that I have over there that maybe you may be interested in. So write this down. Go to Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Bible News Radio. All right. And link. And, and that's the link. All you got to do is just go there. That pulls up my store. You can see some music that I like. I have uh, Stacy's Tools for Producing Results 2019 Reading List, which has all these books I'm going to be reading next year. I've already started to read them. Uh, some health and nutrition products, my favorite books, some inspirational gifts and cards that I hand out, and also I will be putting guest books in there as soon as I, I get to it. I haven't done that yet, but but if you shop through this store go through that link and buy any of those products or anything else. If you just click through and you're like, eh, I don't like that. But then you see something else and you, you buy it, then Bible News Radio gets some uh, income for it. It doesn't cost you anything else. Uh, it's, you know, it's an affiliate link, basically. See, there it is right there. So you guys can check that out. Uh, bookmark it on your site if you decide you want to shop on Amazon. That's pretty much where I do most of my shopping at. Uh, I know some people shop on eBay too, but I don't actually shop on eBay very often um so that's one way to support us as well through the year also uh if you want to be a pillar of our community or uh shop through our own website at biblenewsradio.com you can also do that uh, sign up become a pillar of the community and um that is a good way to support what we do as well now i know some of you are like you all you're doing is asking for money actually no i'm not I know I get this from from the trollish types. Oh, all you people do is ask for money. No, actually, I'm asking for your support because I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, providing a valuable service to you uh, with, you know, teaching you how to engage the culture from a biblical worldview, offering you inspirational and informative educational interviews and entertaining thought and commentary, as well as picking on my husband, Bareface, whenever I feel like it for mere enjoyment and also because I've educated you about pickleball as well. And speaking of that, I am set to my goal here is to release my new book, Pickleball Faith, on April 1st. No, it's not a joke, although you might think so. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I will be working towards that end to release my first book. My actual, it's really not my first book. It's actually my third book. <clears throat> Pickleball Faith, uh, and doing that, and, um, and, uh, anyway, I just got a message from somebody, but anyway, so you can, <laughs> so you can get that, that too, and I want to tell you just a little bit about Pickleball Faith. First of all, Pickleball Faith is not a book 
about pickleball per se. It's actually a book about relationships uh, that were developed in lessons I learned at pickleball. Of course, I do talk a little bit about pickleball in it because, of course, it's geared towards pickleball people. But my friend, Dr. Jennifer Fee, who actually has already read the advanced copy and manuscript, um, thinks that I should make it more broadened, broaden the book. Either way, it's going to be a book that will help you in your relationships. And and actually, if you're honest, it will go, ooh, ooh, oh yeah, okay, maybe I've had that problem. Maybe I'll be able to deal with it. It's really where I put my passion and love for building people up in their relationships, coaching you through the book so that you actually see Ah, okay, I might have had that attitude. Because you know what's missing? And this is the therapist in me talking. What's missing in a lot of people's lives is the desire and resilience um, to change. Change is so hard for people, for everybody. I don't care who you are. You could go, oh, no, it's so easy for me to change. No, it's not. Change is not easy for pretty much anybody. Change takes a lot of self-discipline. It takes a lot of desire, right? And, and, you know, and I've been studying about sales a lot, but I'm all next year, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm doing, I'm reading a lot of sales books because I'm building my business on the side with this other business with Legal Shield. And you know, what's really interesting is that sales you know, Vicky says sales is, um, you know, pro- providing enough information to your person so that they can make an informed decision. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's probably in this book as a quote somewhere. Um, but, but really, when it comes to people wanting to change, and that's what I'm talking about, I'm not talking about sales, you have to have the desire to change. Whether it's in your walk with God, whether it's in your relationship with your husband or your wife or your relationships with people at church or just your friends, if you want something different in your life, you'll hear from all these business type gurus and this drives me nuts. They'll talk about, oh, the greatness is is within you and, and just you can attract it all to you which is nothing but a bunch of new age hooey, booey and it's hooey. That's what it is. Change takes desire, right? Now, a lot of people will say at the beginning of the new year, oh, I'm going to lose weight. You know, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to eat less sugar. I'm going to work out every day, right? But you know what? How many people, by the 15th of January, most people break that new year's resolution because they don't stick to it. Why? Because they don't have the desire to actually move forward and change. Why? Because they're stuck in their old habits. They're stuck in a rut. You might recall I have an unstuck club and that's still actually on on the internet. It's absolutely free. You can go, I'll find it for you later if you're interested. It's called the unstuck club. People stay stuck because they don't change. They don't have the true desire to change. Now, I was talking to a guy a couple days ago who actually is an executive director with Legal Shield, a new guy I just met. And uh, this guy prospected 200 people in two weeks, okay? So in Legal Shield, just so you know, we have this mobile app. You put people's names in there. You send them a video about the service. This guy prospected over 200 people in two weeks, okay? Now, some of us are struggling to put one or two in there a day, let alone 200 in two weeks, right? So I, I, I messaged this guy and I said, hey, I want to know how you did this. How did you do that? 
And he said, well, I'd love to tell you my story. And so uh, two nights ago, it was almost 10 o'clock p.m. at night, I'm talking to this stranger. I don't even know. I'm on the phone. And he said, I want to tell you why I was able to put 200 names in my legal shield thing and share this thing with you. I said, I, I want to know because, you know, you are killing it here with legal shield. And he said, well, two years ago, I had a daughter who was born and he went on to tell me about how she was born with some birth defects and, um, you know, how she almost died and, and how he, as a school teacher, wasn't able to always be home with her. And so he was introduced to Legal Shield 17 months ago. And within five months, he became executive director, which if you know anything, that's the top of the line for, you know, how you climb up into this business. And anyway, long story short, he told me his why was because he wanted to be there to be with his kid. And within a couple, I think he's, t I'm trying to remember if it was nine months or whatever it was, but he said he replaced his income f that he was making for a full year as a school teacher within like 10 months, I think is what it was. That was his why and his desire moved him forward because his desire was to be a good father, to provide for his daughter, to be at home with her. Uh, because he needs to be there because she's, you know, she's a sick little baby, you know, sick little girl. She's two years, she's two years old now. That motivated him. So in the new year, my challenge to you is find what it is that's going to motivate you and give you the desire to change in the direction that you want to change. You know what I mean? It's, it's, <clears throat> um, Oddbar says it's it's not just a scripture verse study to show thyself approved. Got to work at it. Exactly, Oddbar. You're right. I mean, and and that's part of what we do here on the show. That's this is what I'm called to. This is the ministry God has called me to. He's gifted me in this area. I know it's a gift because people show up and they keep showing up. Doesn't matter what I do. Hey, don't show up. People keep showing up. It's like, okay, fine. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> But here's the thing, in the new year, as everybody's reflecting, ask yourself, what is it you want to change? Whether it's in your walk with God or, you know, in your relationships or whatever it is. This year, I'll tell you what, I've lost 25 pounds this year, okay? I, I wanted to at the beginning of this year. I wanted to change my health. Next year, one of my goals is to lift weights and to really build my upper body strength because I'm a woman and I'm not very strong up here. I'm, you know, I got some flabby arms, true story, even though they're more muscular than they used to because I play pickleball five days a week. So it's not like I don't exercise. I do, but I want to build my muscles and my arms. So that's going to be a focused discipline for me to move forward to build my upper body strength because I think it would be super cool if I could actually do a pull-up one of these days, uh, which I, you know, I think it would take me years to get to that point. But the point is, is I have a little bit of a desire and in order to feed that desire, I need to push forward and make the decision to do it. And, but the thing is, is so many people are stuck and they, they want to be coddled where they're at. But you know what? That isn't going to get you anywhere. It's not going to get you anywhere to have somebody feel sorry for you because you're 60 years old and you're still making minimum wage at your job because you're too scared to step out and make a different choice. You know, 
I mean, it took a terminally ill person, uh, you know, a, ba- a child for this guy I was just talking about to decide to change his career. You know, um, I have people, you know, who who talk about, you know, various things all the time. Don't wait for a tragedy, you guys. Don't wait for that cancer diagnosis or, you know, something that's going to rattle you and force you. And maybe it's because I watched my mother die um, at 57 years old. Uh, of cancer. But, you know, I look, I look back on my mom's life and I think what a waste of such potential she had. She could have done so much more with her life instead of what she did. And, you know, I mean, granted, she did have me. So she's impacted the world through me in that way. But you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you have a goal or a dream or aspiration, make a choice to do something about it and to pursue it. Don't be scared. You know, in fact, Randall, come on screen. Randall and I moved here six years ago to Tennessee. Before Randall and I moved to Tennessee, we were really honestly stuck in a rut, I think. I mean, yeah, pretty much. We were. Life as usual. Randall was making six figures. I was making four figures. People, well, what a terrible rut. (laughs) Well, no, but but I was making money. We were putting it all uh, in savings. Thank God I had that. Otherwise, we'd be dead here. But, you know, it was, it was, our life before we moved here was kind of the status quo. We had no worries about money. We had a circle of friends at church. We had, you know, whatever it was that we did. It was a pretty boring life. We really had no social life or anything. We weren't really walking as entrepreneurs in the way that we are now. And when Randall and I moved here to Tennessee, Um, we really took a step of faith. And as you know, I made the comment to Randall, Oh, wouldn't it be great to walk by faith? And he's like, Oh yeah, it'd be great. (laughs) Don't ever say that. Just so you know. There's nothing wrong with saying that. So, or even wanting it. Right. But so, so, so since we've moved here though, our lives have been lit. I mean, like flipped upside down. I take care of my dad now for one. I didn't know him before. Right. I mean, four years ago, he came back into my life after 40 years of being out of it. So it's kind of like, who are you? Oh, and now I get to take care of you and deal with the stupid federal fiduciary because of you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just kidding about that part. But, um, you know, and Randall, I mean, Randall, talk about your, um, your, your entrepreneurial journey and how you've changed in, in the last things and the desire that you had to make you get to the place where, where you are, you know, because I think we want to encourage people that <clears throat> you don't have to be where you're at. Colonel Sanders, I think it was, started KFC when he was, what, in his 80s or something? 70s. 70s. Still, he was in his 70s and he started KFC. So it's not too late. If that's your excuse, it's lame. You know what? Build a bridge, get over it, and, you know, come up with something different. But, ouch. I just hit my hand on the table by accident. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. (laughs) So why is this, why isn't this, um... Screen capture working. I, I don't know. know. It hurt though. Boy, that hurt. Ah. Okay. Anyway, go on. Um. Anyway, you know, I was came into my song. Came into my song. Came into my head. <laughs> the song. I can think really most of the time. Uh, the song came to my head. Uh, what is it? Blessings. What if blessings come through raindrops? Mm-hmm. What if yeah. mercy comes through tears? You know, right. What if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near? And and that's a powerful song because it's true. You know, it's not in our comfort and complacency 
where spiritual growth happens, I don't think. Um, you know, it's, it's in those when we, you know, when we're tested, I mean, Peter, James, you know, I talk about being tested and the idea is not tested in the sense of tested to see if you fail, you know, like see if you pass or not. It's, it's, it's tested in showing what the idea comes from metallurgy to, you know, to show that there's a true metal. And then Peter talks about that, you know, you being, may come forth as, you know, as gold. Um, I can't point you to chapter and verse right now, but, you know, that's the idea that when we go through difficulties that bring us to the end of our uh, comfort zone, outside of our comfort zone, then we get to see, you know, where God shows up and what he's able to do through us. And as Paul wrote that, you know, I can do all things through Christ, and that's uh, that is not an active thing, it's a passive thing in the circumstance. I've learned to base and abound of you know, I can do all things through, you know, whatever my whatever my circumstances are, you know, I've learned to uh trust the Lord. And I think of something else Paul said in Philippians chapter three, um in verse um ten, he writes, so that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that Paul was going to, you know, any kind of work for his salvation, that resurrection was only possible through, uh, through a supplemental experience. You're on screen, by the way. Um... A supplemental experience uh, to what Christ had already done, but just um, the idea of you know the 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 potential or the film that I may attain the you know the the full the fullness of this idea you know may I know him in the power of his resurrection. Well, we kind of know him in the power of his resurrection. A resurrection just by receiving him but it's not in the fullness of the sense of that comes uh, through those experiences so we need to get to the end of ourselves and uh, and outside of our comfort zone to really grow uh, in faith and and in character I believe you know, Oswald Chambers talked about receiving oneself in the flames of sorrow. And um, I love that little sermonette because it's so true. Yes, it actually is. Yep. So how have you changed this year, Bareface? What would you say? How have I changed yeah, this I've, year? Yeah, this year. Like as a business person, as somebody... Who hosts this show? You actually changed this show this year. I did. You did. How did I do that? By with the live streaming. By the way, I should probably. We've been doing live streaming for three years. I know, but not like this. Wait, I gotta plug in my computer. It's gonna die. Was uh, that this year? No, we've been doing it this way for more than a year. Yeah, cause yeah. All right. I mean, we started with. I mean, when Periscope producer became a thing, you know, we started with OBS and then. 
Yeah, and then. But okay, but as a as a business though, that you chat, you are the founder and you you are a videographer. You're, you're a video maker with Chapel Hill Media, your company. I'm you, a I'm a solutions provider. Which you don't talk and, about. You should and, tell people what you do in case and, they want your service. And and video is is uh, the primary way by which I provide business solutions. Um. Well, what I do oh, that is would, that this I actually do know a way. I have not marked these, just so you know. So which is which? This is Gino and this is Gina. How do you know? Because of the neck. Because of the neck, seriously. Gino has more space on his neck, so his neck is bigger. Gina's neck is smaller. It's it's not. See see how the wide gap between his neck there. You okay. Can't see it. I see that. And it's closer, it's smaller there. Hold, hold Gina up closer to the camera. True. Very true. So, Interesting. That's how you can tell the difference. Gino has a bigger gap in his neck. Mm. Yeah, he does. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> just thought I'd share that just because I could, but whatever. Go on. Um, Only I could do that, right? Take something completely irrelevant and silly and enter it into a conversation that's supposedly serious and deeply meaningful. <laughs> Fortunately, we're not outdoors with several other distractions. Squirrels and birds. Oh okay, my. I'm going to go get something. I'll be right back, but you can keep talking. All right. Because I got to share the story. You guys are going to laugh. Don't leave. You'll love this. I guarantee it. Wait. Wait, hold on. All right. Well, if she goes, I'll... Um... And the the initials after my name were, were just to be funny because Stacy insisted on the MS, the Master's of Science, which is uh, well earned, especially in kind of clinical psychology. I thought, well, I'll just to even it out so the lower thirds are consistent. Now, I'll, I'll throw my degree up there, and rather just been BS where people figured it was you know baloney sandwich. I tagged on the CIS to specify the major, computer information systems. Is she back? I'm back. All right. <laughs> All right. It didn't give me very much time to... Okay, well, you can... Go ahead. You can keep talking. Anyway, I've always been an artsy guy. I began uh, my college career, I guess, as uh, a music major. And have uh, been involved with the arts all of my life, anyway, and discovering just various forms of art. And have become uh, pretty skilled at um, audiovisual stuff, and realizing that people could use that stuff in businesses to help sales, to help communicate uh, my with employees. What about the camera? It looks like my head. Like I have no body. I know Vicky called me a minion today again. But you want me to move it down? I want you to move it where you can see me. Go with that. That better. But then you slump back down. <laughs> Whatever. Go on. Anyway, so you know whether it's um, communicate with employees, you know, time-saving things. Um, like right now, I'm I'm bidding a project, which I think I'll get, where uh, one of my well, really my best client, um, a corporation. Uh, they found that uh, when their 
making a presentation they often make to prospects and they go through this PowerPoint slide deck and then recently they showed a video that I created for them just a one minute video that the prospects really responded to and so now what I'm going to do is create a video that takes place of the PowerPoint you know a lot more exciting than watching a slide deck and people commenting on it you know that tells the story of the company the solutions they provide blah 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 go through all that uh so it makes more of a you know an impact emotional impact and gets the points across that tells the story of the business and the solutions they offer and then they can focus on the particular needs the particular questions of that prospect they're presenting to so rather than take that time to go through a uh, uh, slide deck, perhaps, that they've gone through, you know, a gazillion times and and it's not new to them or, you know, trying to do it in an exciting way, to have an engaging, exciting video start off the sales meeting, you know, the sales presentation, boom, here's this video, tells, tells the story in an engaging way, and then it's uh, then, okay, let's you know let's talk about what we offer and you have any particular questions so it it solves two problems one it, it one it saves time of having to go through that slide presentation it makes it a lot more interesting and and the you know, the presenter instead of spending time going through that has more time to you know maybe prep for that particular prospect and you know and it preps the prospect a lot more uh emotionally for you know it's going to be delivered and in, in probably the way that they'll they'll take it in better than seeing static slides uh, you know they'll absorb the information and with testimonials and that kind of thing really get what the solution is and so there's that uh, i've um uh video a couple years in a row uh, there's a um, decorative uh, products company retailer that does an, uh, an annual inventory and they send a video out to all their stores to conduct physical inventory and it's instruction on how to use the equipment and how to and how to uh, conduct the inventory very instructional and and very not very exciting and uh, they've already done that in a company that makes makes the equipment, the barcode readers and all that already has that. So what I've done, Gazoomtite, <coughs> what I've done is I've um, created, I've gone to the headquarters and uh, uh, recorded an intro from from the executives talking to the talking to the employees and you know why this is important you know kind of pep talk that makes it a little more instead of dry it's like hey we're counting on you for this and we trust you for this and we value that and so you know that solves an, a different sort of problem through video video can can solve a lot of video problems and and one and i guess that's one way i've grown this year as a business person instead of thinking Oh, I'm a guy that I'm a creative guy that makes videos. I've learned that no, I'm a problem solver. I'm a solution provider, <sighs> and uh, learned to recognize those things that I can, those business 
problems that I can provide solutions through using video. Okay. Now, if you're still here. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Okay. So now, today, I said, it, I said in the text message that I sent to my list that I was going to do a giveaway. Um, but this this I'm not going to actually send out a text message again. I'm not going to. I'm going to do a giveaway. Okay, I had something fun funny happen today today at Pickleball. Before Pickleball, I went to Pickleball and I sprayed this on me cuz I thought, "Oh, it smells so good." This is vanilla and lavender smelling. It smells so good. And I just put, I just squirted it all over my face and stuff. Anyway, I went and I got, I, so I walk into Pickleball. <laughs> You're going to find this funny. Anyway, so I walk into Pickleball and I give hugs to my friends that are always there. Because that's what we do, people. We hug each other. And, and instantly, uh, a couple people said, oh my gosh, you smell great. One said, you smell like lavender. Or no, no, you smell like vanilla. I said, yeah. And then the other one came closer. He's like, kind of citrusy too. It's really good. It's really, it smells really good. And I said, yeah, I know it does. I said, that's why I squirted it on me. They're like, well, what is it? I said, are you sure you want to know? They're like, yeah, I want to know because it smells great. I said, okay. I said, have you ever heard of Poopori? True story. <laughs> They're like, huh? How do you say it? Pupori? You mean porpourri? Pupori. No, no, I no, I mean pupori. They're like, what's that? I said, well, it's stuff that you 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 use in your bathroom, but it smells so good that I thought I'd squirt it on myself. So yeah, I did. Just say no. Anyway, so here is the stuff. If you guys have, I have to thank Mia for introducing me to this because when she came to my house, she she was like, she she showed me this. I was like, oh my god. Anyway, she gave me this bottle. This stuff rocks, you guys. This has like twelve thousand reviews on Amazon. I never even heard of it. I was in um, Kirkland's the other day. I and I grabbed a couple of bottles at the checkout. Found out it doubled the cost of my my thing. Uh, cause it's not cheap. It's not like you would think cheap, but what it basically is, is it's, it's basically, um, it's essential oil basically. And you use it, you're supposed to put it in the toilet. So if you go to the bathroom, you know, it doesn't smell in there. But honestly, I think using this as an air freshener or even just perfume for yourself is so good cause it smells great and it's long lasting smell. It's actually a lingering smell. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send one of you guys some of this. Um, I'm going to send it through Amazon. So you'll get a package from Amazon. So the question is, how do you enter to get it? <laughs> uh, so basically what you got to do is private message me. Private message me anywhere. I don't care. You can do it on Twitter, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, if you're on my text message list, you can send me a text message list. And I want you to tell me why I should send it to you. And you know what? I want you to, to tell me the most outlandish reason why. And whatever my favorite one is, I'm going to send that person a bottle of this stuff. Just because I think it's fun. And it actually smells really, really good. Okay? So, there you go. Happy New Year. 
And yes, essential. That this is actually Vicky. This is why um, I actually bought lavender. I actually have. Um, I actually figured out almost the recipe because I I bought um, vanilla essential oil plus I have some lemon and lime and orange and anyway I kind of mixed it up and it's very similar to this um, but I don't know the exact you know things of this but this is actually it's actually really it's actually very funny actually because on the bottle it's hilarious it says uh, before you go toilet spray and then it says on the side own the throne hold court end of your reign and uh it says spritz the bowl before you go no one else will ever know like yeah right like hmm what are you doing there <laughs> what are you doing in the bathroom drugs you see you flushing them down the toilet or i mean come on it says here behold the magic of a gesture with the power of a king poopori lavender vanilla is a pure blend of natural essential oils that eliminates bathroom odor before it begins so you can leave the porcelain throne, something better than you found it. <laughs> uh, I have, oh, I haven't. I got to look those up. Uh, Vicky's saying I should see the commercials. So anyway, so message me why you want me to send you a bottle of this stuff, and I will. It, it, depending on, you know, I'll pick the best answer and uh, all that. Because they smell great. They really, really do. And the fact that I squirted it on myself, I told Randall before I left, so I'm going to squirt this on myself, see if anybody says anything. All my friends were like flocking to me. <gasps> You smell so good. I'm like, yeah, poopori. <laughs> they didn't know, yeah, they didn't know what I was talking about. So that's pretty weird, isn't it? Poo yeah, it is. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, Ariel Ministries, this is the last day that we're going to be talking about the year-end sale. 30% off when you order $30 or more on all Ariel books and digital media. You guys can check that out and uh, check that out. Okay. And, um, anything, like I said before, at the beginning of the show, you can get through our show, donate through our show, uh, buy legal shield, get identity theft protection for yourself. That actually blesses you and us at the same time. So if you want to do it that way, that's cool. Uh, and all that, um, we appreciate your, your love and your support. And I, are you going to be doing a show tomorrow? Bareface? Weekends in the Word? Uh, that's my intent. Okay. So, Bareface will be doing... You're leaning. Sorry. <laughs> so, he'll be doing Weekends in the Word tomorrow and probably Sunday. Lord willing. Lord willing. So, you guys want to talk about I'm anything more. else? You have questions or comments? Year-end comments or questions about the year? Uh, goals or anything you want to talk about in the last, I don't know, 10 minutes of the show? We'll go over a little bit. <laughs> This would be the time to ask them. I've got a question. Are you having a relapse as far as your head cold goes? No, I think I just I I am um, too much poopery. Yeah, I think it just like you know squirted itself up my nose. Squirted itself? Well, <laughs> it, gonna... it just went up. Okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, Facebook just froze on me. I don't know if... if I don't know. Facebook's acting it's weird. It's Facebook. Ah, and we're back. Okay. All right. Okay. So it looks like we got a... I got a response here in 
my text message list. Oh, yeah, text message list. If you haven't joined that yet, you can do that. Let's see here. <laughs> okay, so I got one response. I think you should send me this because I have had a, over a month of fight with infestations of fleas and I'm potty training my dog anything to help my home. All right, well, that's one consideration. Guys, gotta send me something else. Gotta send me, gotta, I gotta have more than one person enter this. Thank you for all the blessings since I have discovered you on Periscope. Wanda in LA, that's lower A. That's lower A. You mean Louisiana? No. Is that right? No. Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, okay. that's what I'm thinking. So not Los Angeles. Not yeah. Los Angeles. Bless your heart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, good. Well, you're welcome. You know? Wanda in L.A. I have a cat who pooped in the bathroom. He smells worse than a human. <laughs> <laughs> they can. <laughs> Depends cats, on what they've been eating. Is the cats like to eat? Cats can smell pretty bad, though. Especially the stuff they eat. I mean, yeah. the, the the food that our cat eats. Of course, we feed it to him, but oh, he man. loves for that stuff. I Ugh. know it just it smells like it smells like vomit, rotten fish. Yeah, pretty much. It looks like vomit when it's all smushed up. <laughs> supposed to be good for him. Hey. Yeah. You know what? Our other cats have lived a long time. Gideon has lived quite a while. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. <clears throat> Anything else? You guys are kind of quiet. <sighs> Let's see here. Okay. This actually isn't how I expected today to go, just so you know. <laughs> what ever were since, you expecting? Ever since I updated my um, my uh, laptop to the latest version of Mac or whatever it is, it's been really slow and sluggish and all of that. Like just about everything else in the Mojave. Blessings to you. Happy New Year. Well, thank you very much. Hey, I'm... I'm uh, looking forward to the new year. 2019, though. Can you, I mean, 20, almost 20 years ago. You remember when 2000 hit, the calendar went, and it was 2000. Now it's going to be 2019. That's crazy. It's crazy. It goes by fast. Yeah, it does, especially at your age. You're so old. Yeah, eh, faster all the time. You crotchy old man. Okay, so Bareface, you have any, you have any New Year's goals or, or anything? I shared mine. Mine is to weight lift. And Vicky Hankey's going to help me write that. Right, Vic? You're going to help me. You're going to bring your weights here the next time. You're going to show me how to do some stuff. Ugh. I'm going to Vicky has some arms on her. She is buff. She is one buff person. Yeah, you are. Random question. Have you ever gone to the Gen 6 conference in Branson? Linda is asking. Uh, no, actually, I haven't. Um, I actually, just so you know, Linda... Randall and I make very little money doing what we do, and so if I go somewhere, um, it actually um, has to, I, I either have to be invited and some expenses need to be paid, um, or um, <clears throat> somebody else has to pay for it, because <laughs> we just can't, we can't, I mean, we survive on fumes uh, doing this, so, uh, yeah, so no. <laughs> 
Uh, JD says, I've enjoyed the scope this year and especially weekend and the word. Yes. There you go. VIP Lion says, need to get Pastor Percy to do it with you. Uh, the invite has been put out. I don't know. Uh, well, we had to appear yeah. on the show. Yeah. So I'm um, not sure here. Um, well, definitely would like to get him on for an Vicky's, interview. Vicky says, of course. Yes. There you go. Oops. Uh, let's see here. Now we are working on in furthering our reach. But here's the truth, everybody. The truth is, number one, I'm not a nonprofit because I don't have the funds to apply to become a nonprofit. And? And I don't really feel led to be nonprofit. Number two, everything that we do on social media is spiked by the social media platforms we're on. Facebook, Twitter, Periscope all spike our show. Every place that we put the show, it's spiked. It's hidden. I mean, we have gone from over 700 people that show up on Periscope at the beginning of this year to a couple hundred, three, maybe 400 tops if I talk about the gay agenda because that's the number one hot topic, that and Donald Trump. Um, so part of our struggle in reaching a greater audience is that, number one, we're being spiked by the platforms we're on, but also... You know, I have a, you know, a, a good core group of people, maybe five or six people who donate every month. Um, in order to get more money into us, we need a bigger base because the truth is only a little percentage, a very, very small, under 1% of the people that watch this show actually donate on any consistent basis. Um, and we have one sponsor and that's primarily what supports us for the most part. And that's, that's $650 a month, five days a week, actually seven if you include Randall. Um, that's what we do. So here's my, my plea. If you like what we do and you, and you're a listener, then donate to us every month. If you're consistent in doing that, that will help Randall and I be able to do other stuff. Um, that's the whole reason I started selling legal shield and identity theft protection because I can't pay bills on just what what we're making. Right. So you can support us by doing both. You can become a member of legal shield and ID shield and get yourself protected and you can also become a monthly donor to our show. But just know it's not tax deduct- deductible. It's just not. Uh, we did have one listener who said they were going to pay for the nonprofit and then they backed out. At the, they backed out. So it's, it's like, okay, well, <laughs> then the door has shut. So it's like, okay, we're not going down that route. Um, and honestly, I don't feel led to go down that route either. But I know that that is a lot of um, the... Um, the, you know, things that people say, we actually spend a hundred dollars a month just to broadcast on Facebook, Periscope and Twitter all at the same time and YouTube. So that's one, that's one expense. Then, you know, we have all of our other expenses. Somebody contacted us recently and they asked, well, what is it that you do? How do you do your show? Blah, blah. blah. And I explained to them, well, there's this $650 package we had to buy. Plus there's, you know, these things that we use behind the scenes that it all costs money, you know, and we get a lot of great compliments from people. Oh, this is a great show. You guys do great. You're entertaining. You're biblical, whatever. But really your value support really comes when you put money to back what we do. And I'm not asking for a lot. I'm asking, you know, I think when we set up the pillars of the community program, we basically asked for $25 a month commitment, which is essentially taking Randall and I out to dinner once a month. And who wouldn't want to do that? I mean, seriously, Red Robin is a little bit more expensive than that. So, um, 
you know, we don't ask for a lot. Um, and I do it regardless of how much money we make, but that's why we don't do more because, you know, when I'm working a side job over here, taking care of my father over here where I'm not making a cent. In fact, it's, it's costing me money because I'm, you know, not able to work when I'm doing it. You know, it is what it is. It's just two of us. Randall's working his side job too. Um, and all that. But this year, I would have to say that the highlight for me in doing this show was when I got to baptize Mia. That was a, that was exactly why we do what we do um, and why the money to me ultimately doesn't matter. But it does in the long run if people want us to go places or do other things because, you know, we, we can't we can't keep going into debt. And what really drives me crazy is when I see people on Periscope and other places um, on social media and they are liars and they're false teachers and they're false prophets and they're out there promoting this crap that's not the gospel and people are throwing money at them. That's what irritates the crap out of me. <laughs> to put it bluntly, it, does, it just irritates me. It's like, you know, because... <laughs> And then these scoundrels take the money and run. I mean, they're not, even, they're not even offering anything of substance. I would much rather have a little core group of people support us and keep doing what we're doing to build disciples because that's what God told us to do. Um, and then get to baptize people like Mia who, you know, came out of the Catholic Church, came into to the Christian faith and, you know, saw her understanding of scripture and, and got, you know, immersed in, in that. And then we had a cool experience with that too, on top of it. Um, that's why I do what I do. Uh, cause I think, I just think it's more important. And I also think it's important to continue to be on the platforms we're on because we're not on a Christian platform. And I will tell you something. When I initially started this show, I had our show over on oneplace.com, which is a, Christ, a Christian platform. And our show actually did really well over there. But at the time, I wasn't making anything, and it was costing me like $600 a month or something. It was something ridiculous that we were paying to be on a Christian platform. It's ridiculous. I would not, and, and I don't want to be preaching to the choir, so to speak. I want people coming in who don't know the Lord so that they can go, oh, not all these Christians are hateful, judgmental, butthead types, you know I mean? Because there's that stereotype that the media has put out, and it's like you know, <laughs> we we have to we have to fight that too. Are we perfect? No, but hey, you'll you what you see is what you get. And some of you don't like it, some of you do. <laughs> and you know, hey, I'm gonna be here whether or not you are or not. So anyway, <clears throat> so I hopefully that answers your question or something. All right. So with that said, I think our time is about up. So John and uh, Vicky, Joe, Sherry, Odvar, Vicky, other Vicky, Wanda, Dave, Alice, Albert, Melanie, Mia, Kim, if you're watching in the archive, Denise, Janie, the normal people that watch all you normal people <laughs> that watch us. Thank you for, for being part of our family, our internet family. Um, and even more so the eternal family that we're actually in, you know, God's family. 
I'm sure I irritate you at times, but hopefully my goal is to bless you. And, you know, in turn, you can know, honestly, you know, you guys really truly bless Randall and I, um, you know, there's not a day that I get up, honestly, where I don't think about you. And that's the truth. I, I pray for you and I think about show topics I can do that could edify you and encourage you stuff you guys send me, um, you know, and I'm always trying to think, what does God want me to do? How does he want me to encourage you or, or whatever, you know, and bless you in the ways that, um, you know, and, and things happen. Like I had this super cool thing happen. I'm going to share this and then I'll go. So a couple of weeks ago, I sent out a, a verse to my text message list. And I, I really think about the verse to send out every day. I think about it. I pray about it. I, I go, okay, Lord, look, where should I, you know, send the verse today? What should it be? I'm not reading a devotional, getting it, and I'm not grabbing it out of some random devotional like you version. I'm not saying, oh, the verse of the day, I'm sending it to you. I really do think about what to send out. And this particular day, I was like, oh, okay, I'll send that out. And I sent it out. Same day, I get three messages on Marco Polo from three different people telling me how that verse transformed their day. And I, I told Randall, I said, look, God used me <laughs> somehow. I, it's a miracle. You know, I don't hear most of the time. I don't hear what, how what we do helps you or impacts you. So that's something if you want to share with us, you can. That would be helpful. Specifics would be good because I really like specifics. Um, you know, so we, we do what we do and all that. Our small church has the same situation, but we're doing what God wants and he provides each month. Yeah. And you know what? That's exactly all you can do. And I actually see this really as, you know, a little um, parachurch ministry, even though we're not nonprofit. You know, if we were nonprofit, we would probably not have as many taxes. Um, but, um, but yeah, you know, I'm very content. And like I said, seeing, seeing Mia get baptized, seeing you guys grow in your faith, um, you know, in different things. And now the Lord has opened up an opportunity for me to do some more mentoring. And by the way, if that's something that you're interested in, personal one-on-one mentoring with me or discipleship or whatever you want to call it, um, just contact me and say, hey, you know what? I'm interested in, you know, in a one-on-one -on -one mentoring relationship with you. I'm starting to do that. $50 an hour is what I'm charging. That's my flat rate. That's what it's going to be. Uh, you know, I'm qualified to charge a lot more than that. But but honestly, 50 bucks is fine. Um, so you can know that's what it will cost you if you decide you want to do it. Um, and that's it. That's it. So, bareface. Any final comments, Bareface? I would. Uh, I just echo all of that. How, how much all all y'all uh, mean to me and what we do here. I mean, we'd probably do this if no one was watching. Well, we did actually for a while. Well, <laughs> not long though. Well, I mean, what is when we were audio only, no one was watching, but there are plenty of people listening. Um, but I think there's always been somebody watching. I mean, even from day one, we decided to do video simulcast the, the radio program. Um, but, but anyway, we digress. Yeah, definitely, you folks are appreciated. And, it, and uh, 
and the feedback that is provided is 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 very helpful and um john John said that's very fair of you i'd charge more yeah you know why i don't for that particular thing john the reason i don't is because when i was a young person younger like 30 years ago when i was in my early 20s and i needed the help that i that i got that's what i that's what i paid that's what i paid my my therapist was fifty dollars a session um and so really, and, and I know the income we were making back then was kind of what it is now. I mean, it was probably even a little bit more than it is now. Um, and I think, look, if you're not willing to put out that and invest that in your growth, then I'm not the person to help you because that's, that was the minimum, you know, uh, that I would put out. And that's the thing, going back to what we were talking about earlier, you got to have desire to change. And, and part of that is investing in who you are. And that's time, money, and that's sweat. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, you're not going to change if you don't do that. So JD says usually he catches the, bro- the rebroadcast a lot. And that's cool. I'm glad you do. Um, I know that there are people I watch on, um, you know, on on that too, um, on, on the replay. Then give the odd person a break in a standard rate for most. Yeah. Well, it's an idea. For now, limited time only. <laughs> I am. You're right. Oh, by the way, we need to get you on the show too. Talk about narcissism, because because that's a very interesting topic. Yeah, it is. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, I don't want to go, but I need to. So, uh, keep sending me your poopory reasons for this, and uh, <laughs> I will pick my favorite. And I will, send, I'll, I'll notify the winner and and, uh, and send you a little bottle of it. How's that, huh? We can go out on a bang with that this year. <laughs> All right. So, be bold, people. Stand up and go with God. Because he loves you. Yeah, he does. He really does love you. And so, we'll see you later. Thank you.